0: Hi, I'm Brooke Cunninger, and this is the Embracing the Messy Middle podcast. Listen, if you're feeling overworked, drained, tired, like you're just going through life a little on autopilot, I get it. As a working mom with three small kids, I was waiting for life to slow down and for work to ease up to finally spend time figuring out what made me happy, fulfilled, and healthy. But guess what? Life never slows down. And if you're feeling the same way, well, then this podcast is for you. I'm on a mission to walk this messy path with you. Join me as I dig into the unique needs of working women. I'll interview those who have leaned into their messy and learned their greatest talents and gifts, women who have made a change either personally or professionally, and the learnings that came with that, and I'll share tools and research that I hope will both inspire and help you learn to love and embrace your life in the messy middle. So grab your coffee or wine and listen in. It's time to get messy. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. Um... I have a topic today that is just the word for all you 70s and 80s babies. um, This may resonate with you, but the word keeps prompting this song. So here's how I'm going to introduce it. Are you ready? Let's talk about values, baby. Let's talk about you and me. And I could just keep going on and on. It's just like on the loop in my head. So I apologize to all of you who, um, like my children, hate hearing my singing. Um, But before you turn this off, The reason I'm excited about it is because it is such a pivotal way in my life, at least, to help me figure out decisions, help me figure out why I'm unhappy, help me figure out where I want to move forward in my job, in um, like how I want to spend my free time in self-care and what hobbies I want to do and all of that. Um, And when I say values to people, it's like an immediate turnoff. Meaning, like, one of two things pops up. Um, I was talking to someone about it recently, and they're like, it just, like, the word value pops, like, it brings up, like, religious undertones. Like, are you living by your value system? And it's more about what society has put on you that they deem is value. Um, Like, service, respect, responsibility. And those may be, those are all very lovely values, but it doesn't mean that they're yours. And so one thing I want to debunk just to start off is values, they do not have to be religious or spiritual. They are really things that guide your life and your decision making. And the other thing that really resonated for me, why I was kind of, you know, I never spent the time to figure out my values, was because they felt too like, ambiguous. Like, I want action steps. Why am I going to spend time? Thinking of values and how do I want to live my life? It felt too like esoteric and like like just not tactical enough. And so, um, give me give me twenty minutes of your time. I promise we're gonna get down to the tactical. But I want to talk about like I want to level set first on what are values? What are they? Why are they important? So. There's a couple different, you know, you can pull up definitions or anything, but here's what I love that resonated with me. Our values are the things that you believe are important in the way you live and work. They should determine your priorities. And deep down, they're probably the measures you use to tell if your life is turning out the way you want it to. Now, I want to repeat that. They should determine your priorities. So we often, all of us have values inherent in us. So where do you get your values from? Be family growing up, your community that you grew up in, society overall has a value system that you are, it's just hammered into you through media and advertising and consumerism. Um, It could be religion um, and it can be life experiences. So all of us are molded into a specific way and we have inherent values in us. Now, if you don't know what those values are, you're inherently living by them. You just are making decisions kind of blindly. You're making them and not aware of why you're going towards them. Um, The other thing is you're making them based on what society or, like I said before, maybe your religion or your community has said should be your values, but you're unhappy and you don't know why. And so that's because you've never spent the time thinking, what are your values? Independent to anyone else around you, what are yours and are you living by them? So I... You know, we're at the beginning of the year when I'm recording this podcast here. A lot of people are setting goals. I want to eat less sugar in the New Year. I want to drink less. I want to have less time on my, you know, scrolling social media. I want to spend more time with my family. You list any of the goals that we say. And as we all know, about two weeks in, it's called quitting day. Two weeks in is when most people give up on their New Year's goals. So why is that? And there's so many reasons. You know, you can set big. They're not specific enough. They're too broad. You know, we're not consistent. We don't. We can't, we haven't planned for the dip. That should be a whole nother episode, I believe, this podcast. But one of the reasons is we set goals thinking, you know, I, you know, let's go back to I want to eat less sugar. Why is that? So there can be any number of reasons you've given up. You don't have much energy. Um, and you want more energy to be able to play with your children. Or you have put on pounds and you want to lose weight because it makes you feel better. Or you want to lose weight because you see in ads, you know how you should look and you feel like you're not looking according to how you would like to. So there's any number of reasons that are driving these actions that you're setting these goals. But underlying all that is a value system. So if you're setting goals that are in alignment with your values, like I want more energy because I want to spend with my kids because one of your values is connection and family, then you are more likely to stay consistent with that goal if you know one, it's in alignment with your values and two, it truly is making you happier as you accomplish that and the action leads you towards more alignment in your life. Now, if you are setting goals because of a different person's community's value system, meaning losing weight so you look better to others, um, maybe you want to work harder so you can get the promotion because, again, in the society or community you grew up in, title is important. That is not going to be sustainable. That will be either, one, you give up on your goal. Two, you burn yourself out. Three, you attain your goal, but you're not any happier or feeling happier. So as we're thinking about goals and really tactical, it is one way to Make sure that what we're setting is in alignment and leading us towards more happiness. Now, here's a couple of things about values. When you become aware of what your values are, it helps guide your decision making. So when I was in my job for a while and I just was a little unhappy, I said, where do I want to go? And a lot of women I talk to say, "Okay, well, I don't know what I want to do. I just know it's not this. The first thing I tell a lot of women is we have to do a values exercise. We need to see where your values and what's important to you. Is it popping up at all in your job? Maybe it's a small tweak that will bring, you know, greater autonomy or more community or um, whatever it may be back into your life. And you don't need a whole switch because a lot of times I see people leaving their job and they're not any happier. What they needed was a small tweak. Maybe it was the type of people they're around. Maybe they're more of an extrovert, and they needed to be able to have more conversations. Whatever it may be, the first step is understanding yourself and what's important to you. So, um, it helps guide your decisions. The second thing is when when you're making decisions and you have multiple options to choose from, you can rely on your values to point you in the direction of where to go. So, if you have multiple job options, or I mean, it doesn't even have to be. It can be you know, vacation. It can be Friday night active invitations for a variety, you know, go get wine with some friends, go to a party, stay at home with the kids and watch a movie, whatever it may be. And you're like, I just don't know what I feel like. Let's go back to your values and understand what's important to you. Because the way you live is showing your values. So if you know it can help guide those decisions, it can guide the bigger ones, like which job should I take? I don't know until I get into it, you know, what the truth of you know, the people I'm going to work with and the culture, but here's what I can know I can know if these big things are in alignment with what's important to me. Another thing is when you're frustrated or upset and you don't know why. So, my husband get dra- gets dragged into every one of these episodes. Sometime I'll bring him on here as an interview. Um, but, you know, I-, I would find myself getting frustrated and not sh- able to articulate to him why. I was just annoyed. And I could think of little things like there's dishes in the dishwasher that, you know, the kids didn't brush their teeth and, he wasn't helping me enough, but the heart of it, that's not at any other day. It doesn't annoy me. You know, we worked through it. We figured out everyone does what they need to do. But if my values aren't being met, if I'm not meeting them, I, I'm just I'm just generally unhappier and I can't articulate it. So, again, it's a way to make sure that you are getting your needs met. And I've talked to a lot of women are like, I just don't like I'm just annoyed. I don't know why. I'm taking on a lot, but I also don't like being around myself. So how do I change that? Okay. So values. All right. So we're all aware. What are values? If you're still with me, you haven't turned this off. You said, okay, okay. I'll give you a second to to like lead me through something, but you said we're going to get tactical. So here's what we're going to do. I want to do a values exercise with you. So, um, and I could give you examples of values, but I don't want to start there. So Sometimes exercises that I've done start with words, and they say, "What resonates with you?" You know, trust and community, or I don't know, the connection and ambition, whatever. Lots of lots of words, but words, when you look at them, can be what I like to call ambitious values. Meaning, again, what you've grown up in the society or culture that you've grown up in; those are the things that you're taught you should prioritize. But oftentimes. That's not really how we're living our life. That's not really what fills us up. So I don't like to start with the words. I like to start with experiences and feelings of the past and reflect back on that. So this one exercise I did was just really eye-opening to me. And so I invite you to join me and do this exercise with me. If you are in a place where you can grab a pen and paper, pause this and do that now. If you are driving, listen through this, but then I invite you to come back to this. Come back to this when you have time Again, it is not long, but it is something that is going to be really beneficial as you make changes in your future, as you make decisions going forward. Okay. So um, follow along. Okay. If you have your pen and paper, take it out. First question. There's going to be four questions I want you to reflect on. First one, list out three people you admire. They can be famous. They can be family members. They can be people you've never met. They can be people that are in your life every single day. Just, and don't overthink it. You don't have to think of words and explain and why, whatever. Write down three people when you think of them. You're like, you have admiration for them. So pause this and write this down. Okay. Second thing. I want you to think of two to three times in your life that you were really proud of yourself. They can be seemingly small in your mind because our mind likes to minimize the things that we've done and that are good and really focus on the negatives. So in your mind, it could be something that you're like, oh, it's not a big deal. But you had, you were really proud. It can be a something you've done for someone else. It could be a party that you've thrown for a kid. It can be a, um, you helped out a neighbor and they didn't ask. It can be a project at work that you totally nailed. It can be a test that you took at school that you usually weren't good at and you just spent the time. It can be something that you totally failed at by all society standards, but you worked really hard and you were proud at the time you put in. So pause this and think of two to three times that you were really proud of yourself. Okay, third question. Two to three times that you were totally dialed into yourself and in flow. So we talk about what what is flow. Flow is when like time literally stops you look up from whatever you're doing and it is hours have flown by. Some people find that in their job when they're at a specific task. Like I've, you know, some people that are creatives when they're just in the like creative mindset. Some people when they're writing, some people when they're painting, some people when they're playing sports, some people when they're golfing, Um, some people when they're out with friends and you look up and like in deep conversation, think about Two to three times that you were just totally in flow, time just flew by and you had no idea where it went, and you were just just loving it. So pause this and think of that. So the last question now I want you to reflect on is two to three times, you were so angry you could not hold back your emotions. Now some of us are very emotional, and it comes naturally. so just think of two to three times that you were just a beyond angry. But for those of us that don't show emotions that much, it can be the times that you could not stop those emotions from coming. You were so sad, upset, angry, you just your face turned red, you wanted to scream and yell. What were that what was that situation? And what was happening? Who were you with? What was the topic? What was what was it revolving around? Okay. So, now once you've reflected on those four questions, here's what I want you to do. I want you to look across your answers, and I want you to spend A couple minutes, seeing what they have in common. I want you to reflect: What do these things have in common? The people that I admire, what do they have in common? What are the three things? Are they were they ambitious? Were they hardworking? Were they dedicated to their family? Were they, you know, giving back to their community? Were they? Did they have a deep friendship set? Were they great to their kids? They have a wonderful relationship. What are what are those? What do they have in common? Again, and do that for each of the buckets. Now. When you look across those, after you've reflected on that, I want you to look across those, what if all these things have in common? Now I want you to look at the words. Now let's revisit a value set. And I'm gonna list off a couple just to see what comes to mind, but you can Google anywhere, you know, list of values. It'll give you a ton of examples that can just come up. But I want you to start with these experiences because that is true to you. And I wanna revisit back the fourth question, which I wanna elaborate a little bit on is the anger. Oftentimes when anger comes up and we cannot stop it, It is because it is going against a value of ours. There is some value that is gaining, that we are not adhering to, that someone is not allowing us to align with when you are so mad at your boss because they asked you to work another weekend or you're, um, somebody on social media said something about a a topic that you're so passionate about and you can't believe that they were, you know, you see people get this anger. A lot of times you see it in politics. A lot of times you see it around, you know, Certain human rights, children's rights, women's rights. Um, it is a value that we hold dear that someone is pushing against. So that's why the anger, and when you've, like, you've gotten so frustrated, that's why it's good to look at that. So look at what those have in common. What value are, is, is being pushed against right then? Okay, so I'm going to read a couple words, but I want you to, after you've looked across what do all these have in common, think about some words. Now, I don't want you to limit yourself. You may come up with 20 you know, like all of these, whatever. We are going to, the goal is to whittle this down to three to five, but that is not a one minute exercise. You need to sit with this. You're going to sit with this because values are often, again, if you've never thought of it before, it's something you've just been on autopilot for so long. So you need to sit with this and say, what feeling is that bringing up? What is it? So let me read off a couple. Um, It's a sample list of values. You have authenticity, achievement, adventure, authority, boldness balance, compassion, community, creativity, determination, fairness, fame, friendships, fun, learning, love, meaningful work, openness, optimism, peace, pleasure, humor, influence, responsibility, security. I could go on and on. So you can Google this, but you can get an idea of these are what values are. Now, some of them, when you heard some of those words, when I read it out, you might've had a visceral reaction of like, what? Like, uh, um, I don't know, meaningful work. Maybe some people say that's not a value. That's just an action or um, fame. <laughs> some people, visceral reaction. Why would that be important? Well, maybe it is actually important to you, but society has said it shouldn't be important or vice versa. So sit with the experiences that have brought up the best and worst emotions in you. And what are the words? So the goal, like I said, is to revisit this and eventually whittle it down to three to five. Those are your core, core values. You can have kind of secondary values, but at the heart of it, you, in order for your whole being to be happy, have to be meeting these values. You have to have these values being met. And so they're the ones that you can't do without, or else your life isn't going to feel fulfilled and authentic and happy and joyful and all of the things that, all the feelings we all want to have. So, okay, a couple things. Once you've done this exercise, a couple of things that I just want to add about values is, again, I said at the beginning, it's a way to guide your decision making in the future. So look at that list of values and now go back to the different aspects of your life and see where are they showing up or where are they not? So when you think about work and you think about your best days or your worst days at work, have those values shown up or not in those days? Um, when you think about home and you know the kids and you're, you know, with your spouse and just your, your day-to-day, you know, personal life and you look at your values, are they being met? I see a lot of moms that are just burned out from the mental load and, you know, the the stuff that that is asked of them at home and inherent in our values, our family. So we want to be there for them, but it's over. We're, what we're missing is either, you know, maybe a value of connection or value of self-care, whatever it may be. Um, Community of other moms, so you got to see what's missing because then we're gonna have this sense of unhappiness again. So reflect on different areas of your life, see where those values are coming up, and I'll say that every value doesn't have to show up in every area of your life. You know, you could work could be bringing you the intellectual stimulation and the autonomy you need, and home is where you know maybe with your friends is where you get the connection, and you have a hobby that gives you the creativity that's important to you, whatever it may be. But as long as you're, it's balanced. You need to have each of those core values somewhere in your life. Now, if you're a workaholic and you're working all the time, you need to have every value at work or you're just not going to be happy. So um, think balance is key. So think about where it's coming up in your life. Also, values can change. So this is not a one and done exercise. So as you're thinking about, as you, as you have life experiences, as maybe you have children, as you switch jobs, as, you know, um, our parents age, as we have Friendships that change—all of that is going to affect your value system. And so, this is an exercise that I—I I recommend you revisit annually as you're setting goals. Make sure are your values still the same. Um, and so, it's something that you should reflect and revisit. And then, the, the last thing that I'll say is, reflect on your life, your happiness, your level of joy as you're making changes. So, if you see an area of your life that is not In alignment with some of your values and you decide to carve out more time to for that hobby that brings in the creativity or you decide to make a change in your job because or it helps you make a decision of your next step in your career reflect back and see if you're moving into a more happier place as you move towards that these these words that really do mean so much more you should be feeling happier, more fulfilled, more light, joyous. And if you're not, we need to revisit this because those values aren't your true values. You're still being impacted by what maybe society says you should be valuing. And so um, it's, a, it's a really important exercise to not only do, take action on and then reflect. So it's really a cycle. So um, I'm going to leave it with that. I really want to know, let me know what you think if this resonated with you, what values came up for you, if you had done this exercise before. Again, I hadn't. (laughs) And when I did it, it was like pulling me screaming to the fire (laughs) to say, just do the freaking thing. Um, And it's been really eye-opening. It's helped me make a lot of changes. So um, I hope this uh, provides some insight for you. I am cheering you all on and I can't wait to talk to you all again in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. My goal is for you to take away something that helps you, even if it's the knowledge that you're not alone in this crazy life journey. And if this resonated with you, I'd love for you to share with someone who you think would enjoy this as well. And until next time, I appreciate you and hope you continue to embrace your beautiful, amazing and messy life.